South Seas Healthcare, providing excellent health and well-being for Pacific people and all communities. Your home for everything rugby league. This is Running It Straight with Tony Kemp and Sam Hewitt on SENZ. That is rugby league. Well, welcome into Running It Straight here for another Wednesday, August the 2nd, and it's a busy show, busy show to come in between now and 3 o'clock. Uh, we haven't had a, we don't have a game to talk through, we're not a Warriors game to talk through, Kempe, might have to have a look at some of the other NRL Lots games. going on. We do have... Um, we do like ha- you in the, in the in parallel universes that you live in, mate, there's plenty in aliens, going Tony? on. Do you believe in aliens, 100%. Um, You're an alien, I'm going to put up with you every week. Jackson Ford, hopefully, uh, is not going to be subjected to this sort of chat in around about 15 <laughs> minutes' time when we get him off. If you do have any questions for, for Jackson, you can text him through on double eight double three. Jump on the YouTube uh, channel as well. James has already uh, sent in a message here. Can be asking for your first try score on Friday. Uh, he also wants your lotto, lotto numbers. <laughs> let's just let's just pump the brakes a bit, James. Here, we don't want Kempi's head to get to get. Oh, I don't, don't worry. My, my head, my head will never get like that. You, you're not uh, here on Friday, Kempi. So you better give us a uh, an anytime try scorer. No, oh, well, no. I'm gonna. <laughs> and I don't give and I don't give don't uh, first try scorers out until I've actually seen the warm up and and cement that in my head that no, I'm that's down not the right true. track. You, you gave me that to near quarter before they came out on the field. You gave me him about an hour before. Yeah, I know, but I didn't give it to you on live on air. Till, so what's going to happen right on Friday? Do we have to? Are you going to text We're me? We're going to win. No, but are you going to text me the first well, try score? Well, if you remember me and ask me, yeah, but... You're you, not going to be here, Kempi. I know, but you, <laughs> what, you can't just the digit, well, like, dial your digits, you ring you while digits we're on working on that phone. I'll ring you while we're live on air, shall I? And we can get you... That'll we'll be patch great. You. Well, we'll patch you. if you want to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all for you, James. We'll figure it all out. Um, so we're going to talk to Jackson Ford. We'll have a look as well as the game uh, this Friday night between the Warriors and the Titans, of course. Uh, just a, a, a few changes with uh, Jazz Tavanga sort of making his way back in the side. Start, I know he's on the extended he bench. He starts but on yeah. the bench. Yeah, but he, I think he is going to get a run on, um, as well as a couple of uh, other signings and bits and bobs going on around the NRL. So like I said, you can text her anytime on double eight double three. You can comment on the YouTube channel, or you can give us a call on 800 Kemp, you want to talk about round 22, the Warriors had the bye. Um, some interesting results across the board, and isn't it funny how one result um, can sort of change how people view a team? And I look at, in particular, the Cowboys' uh, loss to the Titans because... Like a lot of people had them going undefeated, um, heading into the final round, uh, and you know making a top four. But the way they played against the Titans can be reminded me of how they looked back in May. And uh, I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you maybe should be a little bit worried. And now no Val Holmes for four weeks too. Okay, so there's a couple of points to, to talk about here. The first thing is we're brave saying that teams will go on a run and go undefeated when we when we're saying multiple teams will do that. They don't. They do. Teams do go on runs, four or five games, as Penrith are on the moment. As you know, the the Warriors have been uh, Cronulla, Parramatta, um, all those teams during the year. But very brave to say that they're going to go on a, a long run. Mm. All right, and the Cowboys. So there's the second to, to your second point. We've said all year on the show that there's three things that are going to play out when you come into the back end of the year, especially hitting the finals. The first one is referees' decisions. They're going to be massive. Referees and bunkers' decisions are going to affect the team. The second one is suspensions. Yep. And, of course, now you've got um, Val Val Holmes Holmes out. Mm -hmm. And and that throws a massive spinner in North Queensland's um, challenge for semi-final spot. But but more importantly, finishing the top four. Because you know if you don't finish in the top four, you've no chance of winning it. Or maybe this year's different. Anyway, and the third one, you've got his injury. And we've still got players coming back from injury. And this is a real um, positive for the Warriors. Because Jeremiah Nani's out at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. And, but, but you've got Jazz Tavaga coming back into the side at the right time. Hence why I think that he'll he'll start off the bench this weekend. Because you've got to get some... some um, 
some miles into his legs. The reason why Pippenhausen's coming back from Melbourne and getting thrown straight back into second grade so he can get some miles into his legs. Pippenhausen plays for Melbourne next week. He gets through that game over there, and then they come on a late charge too. So it's gearing up to, to play out how we said during the year. But for the Cowboys, I don't know whether he should have been rub, rubbed out. I've read the judicial report. If you want to, if you want to laugh, go and read the judicial report. <laughs> All right, it I'll... is it is laughable. Well, so just going back to um, the storm, and you got to feel sorry for Nick Meaney, who's actually been playing fantastically well there at the back. So Ryan Pappenhaus has come in. What I guess does he go to the wing? Um, does Who, he Nick Meaney? Yeah, Nick. Well, or is he out? No, no, Nick Meaney. He'll he's probably been there close to the, one of their best backs. So he'll I think he'll go on. I think Warbrick will get pushed out. Um, Meaney will go on to that right wing, and, and, and Pepinelson goes straight see, back Wal- in. But Walbrook's been having a great year as well, Kimby. That's a difficult. It's, exper- it's experience, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well Pepinelson has to be there, so you'd have to find a way to squeeze him. And um, the other game, conversely to the to the Cowboys, was uh, was the Knights, who I mean they were underdogs uh, up at Canberra, um, playing in Canberra at GIO Stadium. Not that I didn't think the Knights could get up because they have been looking pretty good, but Kimby convincingly over the Raiders, twenty eight points to six, and they're starting to turn a couple of heads as well for that top eight. Well, he's, he's got some consistency behind his game, isn't he, KP? He's he's going really, really good and at the right time of the year too. Like, I've watched a lot of his, his short highlights over the last uh, two, three weeks. Mate, every time he gets the ball, there's something on, yeah. you know? He's either going through the line and creating a, a try assist or he's scoring them himself. So uh, who would have thought, you know, only a month ago, Aidan O'Brien's head was on the block, you know what I mean? There's talk about Holbrook. Well, there's still there's still a lot of chat going on. Like I've seen, uh, was it Joey coming out saying that it's disrespectful how he's been treated given how the team's going? You know, it's like they're doing well and he's still getting talked about in back rooms and, and you know, board so, meetings. So when I was over in Newcastle, the, the interesting part about this, which a lot of people don't realise, is that West Newcastle's a, uh, a legs club in Newcastle. Been around for donkey shoes. They were there when I was there. And they're worth about $140 million. So they got a couple of accommodation blocks and, and legs clubs in the, in the city of Newcastle. Mm-hmm. They base, they own the club, all right, right, and they run the football department. What did you say they were called? West, West Newcastle. West Newcastle. Yep. They are not getting rid of Aidan O'Brien after they paid Brownie out, all right. So he's going to be there. The Holbrook scenario for me is probably that if Holbrook wants to get into uh, an assistance role, they're offering him an opportunity to come into Newcastle because they're probably going to lose a couple of their better assistant coaches. Hmm. So, so don't don't worry about don't worry about O'Brien. I don't think he's going anywhere. No, I think I think he's safe. But uh, but the Knights, do you think uh, probably are going to squeeze into the eight because they've got a pretty favourable run home as well? Do you? I don't know if they can really make the four. Would you give them any chance of? Getting the wheels would than... have to fall off the top three for the Knights to make the four. You know what I mean? I think I think if, I can't see the Warriors wheels falling off. I think they're getting better. Mm. Um, Brisbane, I think they answered Matty John's question when he said he was waiting for the wheels to fall off. They, they aren't that's, going to fall that's off. It. And of course Penrith, with five in a row, and Nathan Cleary being back, his third game back, like this week, that's the game of the round. Yeah, and, and the, the interesting thing as well, Kempi, is that a lot of those top uh, eight teams outside of the Warriors all play each other. So there's going to be points getting taken off the teams that are trying to vie for that eight, seven, eight, nine, or you know, six, seven, eight position um, in and around that spot. I'll just quickly run through the ladder here. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you to do this every week uh, leading up to the finals, Kempi, to tell me um, how you see it shifting around from here. So Panthers, Broncos, first and second respectively, both on 34 points. Then you got the Warriors and the Storm on 30 points apiece in third and fourth. Then you got the Raiders in fifth on 28, Rabbitohs in sixth 
on 26, Sharks on 7th on 26, Cowboys in 8th on 26, and then outside the top 8, the Knights are in 9th on 25, just in behind them, the Seagulls also on 25 and 10th, then you've got the Eels in 11th on 24, the Titans in 12th on 22, Dolphins Roosters also on 22 and 13th and 14th, uh, Bulldogs on 18 points in 15th spot, then Dragons, Tigers are the two bottom two teams, so just in and around that top 8, if you're looking at uh, Raiders, Rabbitohs, Sharks, Cowboys, Knights, Seagulls, Eels, maybe even the Titans if you want to throw them in there, how do you see that moving around over the coming weeks? And I'll get you to, to rethink about this every Wednesday. Yeah, look, I think the Knights and the Seagulls, with that one extra point that they've got where they picked up the draw, I think they can cause a headache going in over these next few weeks because they all play each other. So if they get the results, they will actually get above a couple of teams because of that one-point advantage. So, you know, you look at the game this week, for instance, Penrith, the other top of it, the top four, is that the, the other teams that are playing then can solidify the Warriors' place in the top four. You know, Penrith and Melbourne, Melbourne lose that game, Penrith go further in front, the Warriors get another two points against the Titans. They get yeah. further cemented into that top three. So it, you're dead right about the, the week-in, week-out type of football. The Sharks are struggling, mate. The Cowboys without Valentine um, Hones, can they get that job done out there on that right edge? To to because that's that's their most potent attacking side, um, and the Knights and the Seagulls they're coming home. They're coming home with a with a wet sail. So you throw the Eels in there. Look, I don't know. I think Dylan Brown coming back has he got the has he got the the miles under under his belt to to um, to bring back that Mitchell Moses uh, Dylan Brown connection. I'm not too sure, but. If I was worrying this weekend, I'm worrying if I'm sitting in sixth, seventh, and eighth because I think the Knights and the Seagulls are the two teams to watch out for. What about the Raiders? They're sitting in fifth spot here, and just looking at the uh, sports beds odds over in Australia, they're ninety-one dollars to win the title, and the Eels are eighty-one. So the Eels are actually more favourite than the Raiders, as are the Knights actually, uh, and the Raiders are sitting in fifth. Do you next think next week? Next week because they've had two losses in a row now. The Raiders yeah, after so going on a good run. You go three losses, all right, and then now it's talking about the Raiders entering that race with those teams down the bottom. Those three teams down the bottom. I don't think you can go any further than the Eels. You know, I know that the the Warriors are playing the Titans. The Titans get the Cowboys last week, mate. All but for a couple of of inch decisions on the Cowboys, they get the Titans last week. Um, but they didn't. The Titans got that one. I, I just think the Warriors this week are, uh, are too good for the Titans. And I just think that, that group below them, fifth to, what, what is that, 11? Yeah. That's the changeable part. A lot of uh, questions and sort of thoughts coming in on the YouTube and on um, Double Eight Double Three Kempi about the Warriors not taking the Titans lightly on Friday night, especially after what just happened to the Cowboys. So we'll talk about the uh, the game this Friday after two thirty. Uh, Jackson Ford is going to join us very very shortly. Um, but it is interesting, yeah. The Sharks in free fall at the moment, Kempi. I, I see them dropping outside of the eight. The Cowboys, I think, will hold on to the eight spot. But then the Raiders, I think, are the ones that stand to lose here. I think if the Knights and the Seagulls can keep their momentum going, well, I, I can't see. I can't see the Raiders losing. The the Tigers this week. So I think they're still there. So this week is really important for the Raiders. I think you've got, like, I like what you said, week in, week out, then you can re rejudge it. But at the moment, it doesn't include the Raiders because they play the Tigers. The Tigers are going to have to do something special to get the Raiders on Sunday. Um, they can do it. The competition's like that. But can, well, can they do it against a top five side? Probably not. So they sit there inside that eight fine. If they lose that game, 
they get chucked into that it, that mis, that mismatch. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like one weekend can com- like one weekend's we completely changed. Yeah, but one weekend's basically completely changed my thinking on the Cowboys. And I know a lot of people were coming at me on Twitter saying, "Oh, it's just one game. You can't make a rash decision off one game." But what I saw from them, Kempi, was like I said, it sort of reminded me of what they looked like back in May. They've, they've been absolutely flying, and they just fell flat. It could be a one-off. It could have been a one-off game. They bounce back and they they you know they wet sail all the way home. But it's that it's that type of year, isn't it? And and it's going to come down to, you remember back in 2018, um, I think that the difference between first first and second finished, I think, on 36 points, and then from third through to eight was 34 points, and then you had a couple of teams just outside of the eight. Like It feels like that's going to happen again where a team's going to miss out probably on points differential. You know and, what I mean? They'll, they'll finish on the same points, but they'll, but they'll miss out on differential. And because they're all playing each other, and yeah. the results fall the right way for the teams outside the eight, both Newcastle um, with that one point, uh, disadvantage at the moment and Manly sneaking above them yeah. because of that one point advantage. That's true. You know, yeah. so uh, you'd, you'd be making these decisions as the games fall because the because uh, the ladder, as the games fall during the week, you're going to get to this Raiders West Tigers at the end of the weekend, for instance, and you're going to say, "This is a critical game for the competition." Yeah. The Raiders, they need to win it, which, otherwise they're out. Which we haven't really had over the last couple of seasons, you know, as we get towards this this end. We've only had, you know, one or two games a weekend that actually mean anything. So it's awesome that every game has got something on the line. Uh, we have to take a break because uh, we're going to be joined after the break by Jackson for the uh, Warriors second rower who has been massive for them this year, Kempi, and a surprise package as well. Not a lot of people knew about Jackson Four when he first arrived, but he's Jacko. playing every game and he's playing 80 minutes every game as well. And he's an absolute engine. I think um, Andrew Webster told us last week that uh, he could play three hours if that's how long the game went on for and still be at the same it's amazing level. for such a big bloke how fit he is yeah, eh? uh, fittest in the team uh, we're told so what we're going to do is to take a break uh, and we will come back with uh, Warriors second rower Jackson Ford after that South Seas Healthcare providing excellent health and well-being for Pacific people and all communities have your say on the great game of rugby league 0800 150 811 this is Running It Straight on SENZ. Running It Straight, 21 minutes past two, was just telling Kempi that there's a world, a universe out there where he's won that. every single I NRL that, title. I hope we got that all recorded there, No, Joe. we didn't. But there is, there is a world is it, out there, Because that's going to show people what I have to put up with every Saturday night. There is a universe out there where Kempi's won every single NRL title so as a Warriors coach. Let me just put the, is that so hard to believe, Kempi? You're a good coach, mate. I'm is that so hard I'm to believe? I'm just going to summarise it. I'm just going to summarise it. You reckon there's 50 million more me's? Yeah, well, there's more than that. There's infinite more yous out there. <laughs> anyway, we need to talk to Jackson Ford. There's only one of him right here, right now, and he's joining us on the line out of the Warriors. Hopefully he hasn't heard too much of this conversation, but it's a great privilege uh, to welcome on to the show. Uh, the number 11 for the Warriors, Jackson Ford. Welcome in, Jacko. Thanks, boys. Glad to be here. Hey, mate, it's, uh, you've had a pretty tough season so far, Jacko. you got 80 minutes out every week, mate. Did you enjoy the break? Did your body need it? Yeah, it's been good playing, um, you know, consecutive NRL games. Um, body's definitely needed it. Uh, Webby's given us a few days off, so me and the missus went down to um, Queenstown. Uh, that was unreal, hey. Nice. Seeing all like, the hills and went up the gondolas and speedboats and a few of the other boys went down. We had a day at the uh, at a winery, got on the electric bikes. That was fun, yeah. So Gee. now back into it and looking forward to Gold Coast. Mate, this sounds like an off-season. How, how many days yeah. are you down there for? How many days are you down there for? Well, we had three or four days down there, so nice. yeah. Did you get fun. off the Nevis, mate? Did you get off the Nevis, or did you just go to the the local uh, twenty meter jump, bungee jump? No, we didn't do the the bungee jump. We just um, yes. we went up there on the 
what are they called? Like the gondola? Is it yeah. the gondola? Uh, the uh, yeah, the they, yeah, sort they, of thing? They, that's for the Aussies when they come over here. So we get them, yeah. on, the, we get them on the gondola, but the Kiwis, they jump <laughs> off things, mate. But, but that's okay, oh, Jackson. I would have jumped off it if I, didn't, if I had the chance, I would have. Well, I was, was going to say, mate, the body. do you guys get any, um, I guess, edicts or uh, warnings from Webby just to keep the activities, you know, make sure you're not putting the body through anything that might uh, incur a little bit of a niggle or something? I'm sure bungee jumping is probably on the list. Yeah, he tipped us up, don't do anything too stupid. So I crossed off bungee jumping and skiing down there. So mate, maybe I'll, next time. I'll tell, you, mate, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was at Newcastle, the coach said that to us. I went and jumped on a horse, mate, and did a, did a rodeo and tore my, <laughs> my abductor. Hey, talk, just talking about your season, Jackson, you know, like you've, you've sort of come <clears throat> into the club and people have gone like, who's Jackson for? And I asked Mitch Barnett this week, what he um, what he saw in the Warriors when he signed and he signed under Brownie. How did that work out for you, mate? Because I, I, I guess uh, St. George, for instance, would be pretty disappointed of letting you go. But how did it all eventuate? Um, to be honest, there wasn't much happening, to be honest. Like, I don't know, it was a bit of a low point in my career. Hadn't been, I could barely played NRL last year. But, um, yeah, so there wasn't many other options. And I just thought I might as well give NRL, like, if I'm going to give it a crack it might as well be this year and I think New Zealand's probably the spot for it you know no other distractions mm. just really rip into footy so I had a really good pre-season under Webby and um, yeah like just slowly grew confidence and probably been the best decision I've ever made to be yeah. honest like picking a, coming over here instead of just sort of staying in the Sydney team so yeah yeah, yeah Kempi sort of mentioned mate um, you know a lot of people I think just speaking honestly probably yeah were sort of uh, question, questioning you know just Jackson Ford fella who is he what is he going to be like and mate you've been an absolute standout this year and that is universal you know no matter who you talk to um, just everyone loves your effort like we said 80 minutes basically every week you, you put in that you know every single time you, you're on the ball is that I guess is that a, a hallmark of your game you know right through the years or do you feel like 2023 you, you've sort of gone to another level and if, if so what what's sort of been the catalyst for that? Oh, I feel like I've been pretty fit like in all the other years but just never really got many minutes like mm. um, not to tip my own horn but like I don't know I just I feel like the longer I go the better like I sort of get sort mm. of thing like I just sort of warm into the games but um, um, yeah I've just been loving the footy over here loving the boys and um, yeah winning games every week helps hey. <laughs> It's always nice. It's always nice to win games, Jackson. That, it is. That, it is. Haven't had many wins. Don't ask me about that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but that made that, that left edge that you've made your own. You know, like left edge in the Warriors historically. You know, yeah. you've had some great players out there. Ali Lalti um, was probably the best that we've ever had there. You're you're. You know, I say this to Sammy every every game we commentate that your name for players player would be right in the mix game out. Um, every game what is it about the Warriors style mate that you've enjoyed you know is it is it that Johnson's playing at the top of his game or is that you'll you know you can you can mix it you do get a lot of ball what what is it that actually is the most enjoyable part of the Warriors style oh I think they just let you you know just play how you play and um Plays, plays, definitely not me. It's going to be either Shawnee, Duck. <laughs> there's a few in there, Bangers, Tohu, and you know, ads and that. But um, yeah, when they when all those boys are on, it's um, you just want to join in. Hey, like just just 
for me, it's just getting my timing off Lukey and that and running as hard as I can and just making sure I get those tackles for him and helping them out as much as I can. Mm. We've asked um, with some of the other boys that we've got on, um, Jacko, just the... Uh, just from their perspective, where um, how they view the team identity, just from your point of view, and, and look, Webby talks a lot about defence, um, particularly, and, and how that's helped build the 2023 season, but just from your point of view, what what's the, the team's identity from your perspective? Oh, for me, it'll probably be like our kick and our like, two tackles after it, like Shawnee gets that kick in, you see Rocco and the right edge, Marata, and stuff running down there, and I feel like our first two sort of thing, like don't let them out of their half and just sort of you know, just keep doing that. The team will break, mm. make like make them make errors sort of thing. But um, once we get down there, the Shawnee and the Spine are pretty good at um, making teams pay for it, you know, pretty quickly scoring some tries what's, with Shawnee there. What's it like, mate, playing in front of that big crowd when you're at home, you know, after, after not playing much football at all and then you're running out? sort of every second week run in front of big crowds. What's that been like for yourself? It's been unreal, hey. That, the crowd down at Mount Smart is second to none. That crowd, like especially when it's a nice, dark game, you see all the, like, it's, everything's dark, can't run out of tunnels, all the lights. You know, it does, it's still, like, you still pinch yourself running out there. And I love, like, running out there, home games. It's, it's a massive advantage. Every play, if there's, like, for the Warriors... It's always just one-sided. It's perfect. It's exactly what we like, and the crowds have been unreal this year. Yeah, now the support's been phenomenal, mate. And like you said, winning games yeah. definitely helps. So uh, big home stretch coming up, five games to, to finish the regular season. And I know you guys are trying to stay grounded and sort of look game by game, but the thought of finals footy must be pretty exciting, mate. The team must be sort of feeling like something special is brewing heading into these last five games. Yeah, that definitely does feel like something's brewing, and um, we're just, I guess, trying to... Keep getting better. Um, you know, we're third at the moment, so finals footy does hopefully look likely, but we will just keep trying to get better, stay grounded, and, um, yeah, just keep working hard. Yeah, love love, love that, um, Jackson. That message is coming through loud and clear from the club about working hard. Just uh, just off yeah. the field, like, you know, you've got your, your girlfriend here. You just said, like, you've told us you've been to Queenstown. And, and that how, how important is that, that family uh, feel that you have within the club at the moment across the board, not just personally for yourself, but everybody? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I've definitely hung out, like, you know, outside of footy with a few of the boys. We you know we play golf, um, go to coffees and that every now and then. Um, yeah, sort of do stuff when we can. And, you know, we spend a lot of time together too, always traveling. So you get to know the boys like like their family. How's your um, golf game then, mate? Are you going to share any secrets or? <laughs> <laughs> I've just brought a new driver. So it's, oh, here we go. It's actually, it's actually gone the other way, to be honest. But <laughs> I, I had this really old 10-year-old driver and I got a brand new one and it's, it hasn't been working for me but we'll, we'll try and get it back See, that, that's the thing Kempi everyone gets sucked in <laughs> the, the, the technology and the high price tag, yeah. mate. there's nothing wrong with the old drivers yeah. Tiger, Tiger Woods yeah. won the Masters in the 90s mate you know it's not all yeah. about the, the new stuff I bet, you, I bet you're bombing off the tee Jacko what's your short game like though are you, are you the man around the greens with the chipper and the putter I feel like that is my strength to be honest the, old, the chipper sure. I don't mind my um, around 50, 50 metres out that's where I sort of Feel comfortable, yeah, I guess. That's your bread and butter. Who, who's um, yeah. who's got the golf game, mate? Out of the team, who's who's the guy who uh, fleeces you all of the cash when you go out on the course? Oh, it's out of Wado and Walks. 
but I reckon Wado's probably just got in. He's off a three. Doesn't surprise so me, Kimby. That does good. not surprise is me. That, is that Wade Smith? <laughs> Wade, Wade. <laughs> hey, mate, just just uh, talking about that that run home. Um, is is the excitement there? I know personally, when you when you're coming close towards the back end of the year, you're not you're you're obviously you're thinking of two things. One, Mad Monday. Because you know you're not in the finals, or two, man, where are we going to end up? Is there, is there a, a tinge of excitement there within the playing group? Um, not too sure. There hasn't been too much talk about it. Um, I'm just, yeah, sort of excited. Like, I know when it comes, like, finals, hopefully, when it comes, I know we'll be ready for how much work we've been putting in each week. And um, so, yeah, I sort of just keep making sure that. You know, I'll be right when if the time does come. Now, um, Jack, I know when you were um, at the Dragons, uh, you were doing a little bit of building off the field, right? I think you were working, to, uh, working towards getting a builder's license. Do you still have that going on the side, or what? What do you sort of do when you're not uh, thinking about footy? Um, that sort of slowed down a little bit since moving over here. But um, yeah, when I was younger, you know, going into twenties and that, I still did. I did, did my carpentry course, so I left school early. I ended up finishing that, so thankfully. Um, so nice. son after football, I can look back to that. and So I've got my trade now, so I can do some carpentry. But, um, yeah, I tried to – back at the Dragons last year, I was trying to get my builder's licence. So still sort of just working through that. But, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a long process. Mate, well, you've been an absolute pleasure to watch this year, and we love um, calling the games and watching you play out there on that left edge. Let's hope that you can go out there and – and get the two points against the Gold Coast Titans, but especially over the next five weeks. Take us into a top four, Jacko, yeah, come out on, there son. on the yeah. left edge. Come on, Let's son. Let's go, boys. <laughs> hey, really appreciate you jumping on with us. Uh, with J- uh, us, Jack, I know you're getting back into your work this week. The boys getting back together. So, uh, yeah, good luck for this uh, Friday night, mate, and we'll uh, watch with keen interest over the next couple of games. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks, boys. been a pleasure. Jackson Ford there, uh, the Warriors' second row. A good laugh, uh, good golf game around the greens, he reckons, Kempe and... Uh, yeah, great to have him on. A little bit, uh, a little bit nervous when we first sort of spoke to him. He's obviously um, still finding his way in first grade to an extent, he isn't is. he? But he's uh, he's doing a great job, and I like those guys. Sort of reminds me. I know he reminds you of, of some of those second rowers of old at the Warriors. For me, it's like that Simon Mannering, just head down, um, you know, grind for the eighty minutes, make your tackles, do your job, and you know, do- doesn't want the spotlight, doesn't want the awards, just happy to be out there. Yeah, oh, doing his thing. Well, he made the point, you know, like he wanted to, to change the direction of his career and he thought that New Zealand would be a great place to do it because he wasn't getting the time on the football field. And what a decision. What a decision. He'd probably be the first name that goes down on the team sheet every week, mm. uh, given that he's 100% fit. So been a revelation this year. When he first ran, ran out, and we said that right at the beginning of the interview, no one knew who this Jackson Ford was. No. We hadn't seen him playing at St. George, you know. There was not a, no, no footage of him. And yet over the... Of a short period of two thirds of a season, mate. If his value, can you imagine what his value oh, is now in the competition. I was going to say, if no one wanted him, you know, before he joined, everyone's going to want him now. Um, yeah, I just remember that Knights game down in Wellington. I think he made a break. Uh, might have set up one of the tries as well, and just straight away you thought, okay, this guy's got a bit of pace and a bit of mongrel to him, you know. So it, uh, yeah, he's and he's gone from strength to strength every game. I've got to take a break for new sport and weather. When we come back, we we'll have a look at this weekend's game against the Titans, uh, the team list as well. You can text her anytime. Double eight, double three. There's a couple of comments on the YouTube channel as well. So keep those coming in. We will take a short break for new sport and weather. Back in a moment.
Running it straight 24 minutes away from three, um, a couple of texts that have come through here on the text machine, Kempi, and one that I'll just pick up on uh, from uh, Kim that says, hey lads, can you discuss the rumours going around that the Warriors are lucky, if the Warriors are lucky enough to get a home semi, that the NRL will make sure it's played at Eden Park and not at GM Mount Smart? Interested to know why and if there's any way this will change. Um, I can tell you, Kim, uh, when the NRL spoke about this with Jimmy Smith actually uh, over in, uh, in Sydney, when the when the um, NRL enters, enters the finals, uh, the NRL takes over. They get all the profits. Exactly they right. get all the cash. They get yep. all the the um, proceeds of every game. So they generally allow the teams to have their home games wherever they normally play in the first round because it's sort of the first round. As soon as it gets to the semi-finals, you notice last year Penrith didn't play at Bluebet. They played at Allianz or Accor. Because they can't sit the people there. There's Correct. just way too many people that want to go. It was Penrith Souths and they played it at Accor, I think, yep. you know, for the um, for the prelims. So that's going to happen to a lot of teams, not just the Warriors. But I have also heard that that is the case. The Warriors, if they get a home semi-final, will have to play it at a venue bigger than Mount Smart, which is probably going to be Eden Park. The big question there, Kimby, is that even though there's a lot of interest around the Warriors, I don't know if they'd get 50000 to an Eden Park to pack it out. Like, I know there's a lot of interest there and it's big and that, but it's not the spiritual home of the Warriors. It's not a great ground for me, for me to watch Rugby League at. You're not as close to the action as you are at Mount Smart. I don't know. I'd, it's it'd well, be I'd, terrible I'd, if it happens, well, but I can I'd, see it happening. I, I think they do. I'm just laughing at this text from Jimmy saying, am I on a sleeping bag? Sorry, Jimmy. I was a bit, <laughs> I was a bit, I was a bit croc. It, it looks like a sleeping bag as I know, well, I Jimmy. Bit, Is that a 5.50 down? Yeah, it was a bit know, croc last down. night, so I'm just trying to keep my, my temperatures right at the moment because I'm getting down, hot and cold. It? it is. Um, Full body. But just on that, <laughs> shut up, you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I reckon they will get 50,000. Did you see Eden Park last night? Yeah. For the football, yep. But listen, I'm, 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 I know you like to, to sort of have a little, open, a little bit more information. Eyes, well, if they finish in the open. top four mm. and they play Brisbane, yeah. for instance, so they say, yeah. say Brisbane finish second, yes. or Penrith, or Penrith finish second. Say they lose this week to yeah. Melbourne, yeah. and Brisbane, and Brisbane sneaking over the top of them, win a, win a premiership for the first time um, in donkey's years. Okay, and it's Penrith Warriors at home. Yeah, they they get fifty thousand at Eden Park, one hundred percent. I I think. Yeah, part of me says they will, but then I don't know. I just it's such an NRL thing to do to just sort of force them away from Mount Smart. But I can understand they do it to all the other teams. It's a pretty natural thing that happens. But that's so, not what we're talking about. You saying they're not going to get fifty thousand people there? Well, I'm saying no, they are. I, I'm not. I said I, I wasn't sure. Oh, it's a bit, that's a bit like you going on about my, my punting. You, you always say you didn't say it, but I'm not exactly. too sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you know that you're never be, sure I sit, enough. I sit on the fence, which you need to paint this weekend, okay? I know you've been putting that off for a couple of months now. Get out and paint your fence, man, otherwise your wife will have you here. So uh, let's talk about the game this weekend then. Titans on Friday night, 8 p.m. It is over in the Gold Coast Seabus Stadium. Haven't travelled well against the Titans uh, in recent years, Kempi, and I think the Titans are... I mean, it's only one game against the Cowboys, but they have the ability to play that level of football, and it does ski a little bit. The Warriors can't take them lightly. So uh, going through the Warriors team just quickly for you, it is basically unchanged. Uh, Maratini Akore is in there alongside Jackson Ford. Uh, he obviously had the week off to get over that HIA, and then uh, Jazz Savannah comes into the extended bench. You'd think he comes in uh, to the interchange on game day in place of probably Bailey Surinan, so you'd have Walker, Afoa, Surinan. I think Josh Curran. Oh, you think instead of Josh Curran? Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I think he can play that hooking role that Bailey Surinan plays when he comes on for Wade Egan if that is needed. Uh, for the In terms of the Titans team, just quickly run through that for you. AJ Brimson, uh, Khan Pereira on the wing alongside Philip Sami, then uh, Aaron Shop and Brian Kelly in the centres. Kieran Forentana Boyd in the halves. Uh, Moika Fotueka and uh, Isaac Liu in the uh, props. Sam Verrills in the hooker. David Fafita, Joe Stimson, Aaron Clark are the back rowers. Then Jaden Campbell, Chris Randall, Cleese Haas and Isaac Fasua Malaawi on the interchange. Kempe, 
what do you think the Warriors got to be worried about on Friday? Not 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 just the mental thing of not taking them lightly, but we're on the park. Do you think they got to be careful of it from the Titans? Well, I think Kieran Foran is playing some pretty good football at the moment. You know, like they've got no coach up there, and generally when you've got no coach, you lose half your team because they don't know what's going on. They're not, they're not being held accountable all the time. They're not really worried about certain parts of their game. Um, but if you have a look at the last couple of games that Kieran Foran's played, and he's he's playing a pretty good game. Um, he's got plenty of attacking options across the field. Pareto, that kid, I, I, I say, is as quick as the fox. Got you know wheels. what I mean? So you don't want to get open space. You get Fafita through that left edge and Pareto on the end of it because it shut the gate, you know. So I think they've got plenty of opp- opportunities to attack. He's he's mature. He knows and sees things that other players don't see, Kieran, and he's not afraid to release his outside. So I'd be really worried on that uh, that right edge. But the good thing about it, Maratu Nuakura is back. He's had a, had a week off of that head injury. Uh, he's had four weeks off because of suspension. Um, he's fresh as a daisy, and he'll make him pay if they come down that right edge next to Sean Johnson. So uh, I think it's the Warriors year though, mate, where they debunk all these myths. Yeah. You know, uh, yep. I'm, I'm expecting it to be a relatively close game. Uh, I think the Warriors have them defensively, so they'll get in, in position if they're sharing the, the position stakes. I think a lot of those those uh, games that have played out in the past, the Warriors haven't been as consistent with the position as they have been this year. Mm. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things why Sean Johnson's going so well, because he can manage the game and on to, on the back of the position get some consistency behind him. So, you know, good chatting to, to, to Jackson if you, if you picked up on the way that he was talking about that kick chase down that right edge. So the right edge and the left edge working in that pendulum as he talks about it on breakfast with the All Blacks, you know. So the same thing, so you get a really good kick chase down there off Sean Johnson's right foot and Rocco Berry um, and Dallin Martini-Zelezniak stop the players down there. The left edge cramps their, their, their half into the to the middle third and then they race in for, for two or three tackles. And you get actually a up in speed when Dylan Walker comes on and he takes it up to another level and really puts the acid on them. So I think they debunked that myth. This That's, weekend, I think I, I don't think they're taking this game lightly. I've had I've watched a, a bit of their training on socials at the moment. Mate, they're go, they're going over there to get the two points, and they're pretty excited. Hey, that was great little analysis from you there, Kempi. I love when we get those little nuggets from you, um, sort of terminology that the average punter doesn't really hear on a weekly basis. So it's awesome to get that. Um, where do you think it's? Uh, where are the keys for the Warriors in terms of where the game might be won? Well, I think the key, key players. The key for me is now just continually getting better. You know, so. One thing you know about the semi-finals, and no one's been talking about it at the moment, but when you get to the semi-finals, the game has to change. Yep. It has to go up 100%. a notch. Hence the reason why I think Jazz Tavag will be playing this week, because he needs to get some um, some kilometres into his feet. So he can change this, the pace of the game. Him and Dylan Walker together can change what the game looks like. And for me, I think with the Warriors, what they got to do, while these players are coming back, while they're settling on their best side, is just over the next five weeks, slowly chip away at making sure that when they get there, especially in defence, you know, there was some really good... I know that Canberra came back late in that that game and, and could have won it with a kick, but there are some really good um, sets of six defensively on their line that were, were really impressive. The problem with it is it wasn't consistent, and that's where that game goes to another level in the semis. Consistency, mm. you know, you get to Penrith, and they take you to a final. They've been there twice. They know what they got to do. They're going to they make you 
pay defensively if you're not up to scratch that, over 80 minutes. That's going to be the big thing against the Warriors if they do make the top, if they make a semi final and then maybe even a grand final, is just the fact that a lot of them haven't been there before. And certainly as a team, they haven't been there. So, uh, you know, you play, come up against Penrith who have done it all before. They're so used to not even just grand final day, but we talk about the week leading up, Kempi, and just how much. Uh, goes on and how much pressure is so uh, any time try score for Friday night no not yet you'll get, you'll get one Friday night if you get your digits just working I'm just, just going to just gonna ask there. Mark because I did tip South South last, last week Mark for you and they did win um, Kimby it sounds like you're saying the same thing before the South game I think they're a different side, Mark, to be honest, before the South game. I think I think they got caught twice this year against the Roosters and South. I don't think you catch them out again. You know, I don't think you catch yeah. them out again. And their team is actually getting better at this at this stage of the year. Tim says, hey, guys, definitely will get 50,000 at Eden Park. They will get all the Warriors fans and a large percentage of rugby fans and uh, all the travelling fans as well. Also, Sam, any alien activity at Penrose Park? Just saying, go the Warriors, Tim, from the 09. Mate, with the way that they're playing, you probably do have to ask some questions. We do have to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll run through some of the other big games this weekend. Also, I want to ask Kempi about the, uh, the Melbourne Storm drama over the weekend of her celebrating the 2007 and 2009 titles. Kempi, we haven't had a chat about this, so I want to ask for your thoughts on it. Stick with us here on Running It Straight. Thanks to South Seas Healthcare. Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. Running it straight 10 minutes away from 3 o'clock. Going to hand over to the run home with Kirst and Beef. But we've got Joey uh, on the line, 0800 G'day, Joey. Yeah, go, boys. You know, you, you, when you were talking uh, about, about the Warriors and that, what I see in them this year too is, is um, you've got effort on effort. So when you take off, uh, say, Mitch Barnett and put on Jackson Ford, you don't lose anything. You take off Jackson Ford and put on Jazz Tavana, you don't lose anything. You take Tavana off and put on uh, Curran, you don't lose anything. And that's fantastic, when you, especially when you're playing with them. You've seen a, a guy come off and you've seen another guy come on that's going to do exactly the same job, if not, you know, just as good. And, and as players, we, that's what you want, you want as well. You know you're not going to have a guy that's going to be a bit slack. And the, I've always said it too, the amount of tackles that those guys are making is making it easier for the, for the props to do their job and then it's making it easier for Johnson and, and the backs to, to have more space. And that's how I see them. And they're going to be very hard to beat, believe me. You know, they were talking on the NRL the other night, NRL 360, and they never even mentioned the Warriors about, um, you know, the sides that can beat Penrith. Look, the, the way the Warriors are going, they could go all the way. And, and, and without a doubt, you know, the, this is the best Warriors side and the fittest Warriors side I've seen in 10, 12 years. Without, what do you guys think? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, Joey. Um, they've certainly got what it takes, Kimpy. Um, it's more the fact that I think we haven't really seen them play finals football, and like you said, it goes to a whole other level, which is probably the only it, it question mark. Does, it does, and that's what people need to realise. You're not getting um, week-to-week week week football. It goes to another. It does go up a notch. Uh, the good thing about that, Joey, that what you're just talking about too, is that sitting in second grade, they're sitting in second spot. Um, so you've got players across the board in the club playing to get into that first grade side, and when you've got that, and I can tell us from my own, from my own experience, when you have someone breathing down your neck, mate, your form is is always on, yeah. and and that's probably the best thing that Andrew Webb says at the moment. Have a look at the decisions he has to make this week. He's got players that he can pick on the bench at any spot, and he's going to have to leave a couple of them out, and that's what you want this time of the year. We're running out of time, Kevy. I will uh, get through some of the big games this week and get your predictions for them, but just quickly, um, the Melbourne Storm controversy of them celebrating the uh, the 07 and the 09 titles uh, before the Eels game thoughts but, but I think a bit of arrogance I don't think they needed to do that um, can, you, you, know, can you see it, and cheese can you see at all the points that um, Cam Smith and no, um, not Billy Slater are making not no. at all not no. at all. It's just not. It's not a level playing field. Unfortunately, you cheated it's, the salary cap, and, yeah, you, and you're celebrating and a p- title that you won by cheating. 
That's exactly right, it's, yeah. it's, and it's not right. And they even put the trophy on the plinth. It's like I get that they're trying to celebrate the careers of guys that played in those years, but you're literally putting a replica trophy on the plinth pretending like you won it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's, it is arrogance. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, we'll take one more short break. When we come back, we'll just get uh, Kempi's quick thoughts on some of the other big games this weekend, a couple of crackers, uh, and then we'll hand over to the run home with Kirsten B. Back in a moment. South Seas Healthcare, providing excellent health and well-being for Pacific people and all communities. Have your say on the great game of rugby league. 0800 150 811. This is Running It Straight on SENZ. Before we hand over to the run home, Kirsten B. can be quickly, quick fire run through the games this weekend. Tomorrow night, Roosters Seagulls. Uh, Rotisserie, the Roosters. I'm going Seagulls. Okay, Titans Warriors, Warriors. Friday night. Uh, Panthers Storm Friday at 10pm at home. Uh, close? Uh, yep, yeah, well, normally is. Yep, yeah, they're not going to run away with it, the Panthers, but they'll get it. Cowboys, Broncos. I'm going to go Broncos. Saturday, 5pm. Yep, I'm going to go Broncos. I think they're on fire. Yeah, I think without Val Holmes, I think I'm leaning towards that way, although the Cowboys, I think, will bounce back from that uh, Titans loss. Dolphins, Knights. Hi-ho. Uh, Let's go. Saturday. Newcastle Knights. Uh, Rabbitohs, Sharks, Saturday, 9.35. Rabbits all day. Latrell Mitchell's back. Eels, Dragons, Sunday at 4pm. Eels. And Raiders, West Tigers, Sunday. I can't Sunday see the six. Tigers getting the Raiders. Well, that's pretty. That's all pretty, you know, sort of stoic, Kempi. Like, no surprises, no upsets there. You're just picking, picking yeah. on form. and That's right. Okay, this so the, the latter will be looking pretty similar then by the end of next week. People remember those this win. time of year. All right. Well, there you go. That's who Kempi reckons. And what about any time try score for Friday night? I'll give it to you about five <laughs> to eight. You're just waiting for that phone call. Get on. Give us a call. And you'll get paid. It's Kiwi for Sport. Okay, that is us for another Wednesday running it straight. We'll have the live call. Uh, Kippy's away on Friday, so it's going to be me and Blake Ashford in the studio calling that game against the Titans, and then we'll be, uh, we will be back here next Wednesday. I've got one for you. For another First edition of running it straight. Don't say. Just ask me on Saturday. Oh, Winter Cup. Get out of it. Kirsten B coming up next. That's running it straight for another week.